Ricky Bobby is not a thinker. Ricky Bobby is a driver. So, December 2nd, 2018. The bracket's back. How's your guys' week? It was good. It was short, I think. It felt pretty pretty rushed. It rained. Holiday, holiday week. Yeah, it did rain a lot, actually. Yeah. San Diego never gets rain. I like it. I like I like a little bit of the rain. I made a really bad joke and said all the forest fires are probably out now. When they've been out for like... Have they been out? I think they're still going, but the oh. idea that like the rain was going to stop sprinkle. a forest fire was a little bit funny. Pretty sure it has in the past. It's... I mean, maybe, but it's a forest fire. It's going to take a little bit more than rain. So, anything for you, pro- uh, producer? Nope. Cool. Current events this week, Toy Story 4 had a trailer. Or not a trailer, got announced. And there was a teaser trailer, I guess. Uh, the Lion King live-action trailer we didn't mention last week. Um, the Spider-Man Enter the Multiverse Universe. Something like that. Spider-Pig. Um, that's getting really rave reviews. It's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is... Oh, wow. I can't really believe. I can. Um, and then there's the Deadpool Christmas trailer that was super funny. Um, probably see those two in theaters. I probably won't see Lion King or Toy Story, though. Unless the trailers come out and I just love them, but to me, Lion King redone with better at like animation doesn't really do it for me. They keep calling it a live action movie. When it's all CGI. CGI, right? It's kind of weird. Is it CGI or is it... You have to film somebody to do the moves, right? Yeah, is it CGI or is it the face thing that uh, Andy Serkis does? There's another, not CGI, there's another word for... um, Motion capture? Motion capture, yeah. I don't know. Like the way they do um, the raccoon in Guards of the Galaxy. Exactly. Because you, you know you kind of need still a... Yeah. And that's why they changed Thanos. Oh, that's another current event. Thanos' uh, tweet. Which of the four Thanos designs did you like the best? For sure Joss Whedon's, to me. Yeah. He looks so much better. I can't believe they changed it at all. Once you see him all yeah, side by side. I, I saw the tweet. I just I just thought the, the latest one was the better. Obviously the... You think the newest one's best? Yeah. Wow. I think so. Yeah, because it compared the Joss Whedon one, it compared the one in Guardians 1, mm-hmm. or maybe Guardians 2, or the other one. I think it was Guardians how many, 1. How many movies has he appeared in? I'd say those, on the four. I mean, other than obviously Avengers, but he was in Avengers 1 at the end, mm-hmm. in the end credit scene. He was in Guardians for the scene with, um, I'll never Ronan? remember this guy. Ronan? Ronan the Accuser, very yes. good. Um, he was... In, is it the end of Avengers 2? Is he? Yeah. Oh, when he grabs the gauntlet. The gauntlet. Oh, that's Avengers 2. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it myself. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so just those four? I think so. Huh. Okay. Anyway, this is The Bracket, a podcast about our 64 favorite movies. We have them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. Oh. And on today's show, we <laughs> have Galactica. Rich... You idiot. And <laughs> Francisco. And our producer. In the blue corner, this movie was released in 2005 from director Louis Leterrier, starring Jason Statham, Alessandro Gassman, Amber Valletta, Kate Nauta, and Matthew Modine. From writer Luke Besson, this movie weighs in at 87 minutes, Transporter 2. And in the red corner, this movie was released in 2006 from director Martin Campbell. Starring Daniel Craig, Eva Green, Mads Mikkelsen, Judy Dench, and Jeffrey Wright. Weighing in at 2 hours, 24 minutes, Casino Royale. When did you first see The Transporter? I Francisco? saw Transporter, well, Transporter, Transporter 2. Sorry. Transporter 2, I saw it in theaters. 
I'm not really? Lie. Yes, I probably saw it twice too. Um, what was your What was your initial thoughts when we had this matchup, Casino Royale versus Transport? I thought, and I guess I thought it was closer than it was gonna at the matchup. I thought it was gonna be a closer matchup. Okay. Uh, saying that um, one of these movies is very much different than the other. They're and, definitely different themes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both basically, you know, video game action heroes just kicking ass every scene. Mm-hmm. When did you first see Transporter 2, producer? Yesterday. Nice. Wow. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Me too, by the way. Yeah, so this is a You're welcome, guys. an experience. Yes. <laughs> what was your initial thoughts on the matchup when you heard it? Or when you created it? I just, uh... When I put it together, I just I just remember I, I remember <laughs> knowing at the movie poster, <laughs> saw a car and said he these two. Car and suit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a similar theme here. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. All right, I first saw it um, yesterday as well. I I think I attempted to watch all the Transporter movies at one time. And I never made it through them from start to finish. Either I came in halfway through or mm-hmm. was watching on you know cable. Um, but for the thoughts of the matchup, uh, Transporter Two, never seen it before. Heard some good reviews about it, and Casino Royale is my favorite Bond movie. So mm-hmm. I didn't think um, the matchup really made sense originally. Mm-hmm. But I also, once we kind of got into the match, uh, into the movie, I thought how we could have compared Transporter Two to Man on Fire. Yes. I thought yeah, that, I would, agree. that would have been a decent matchup, too. Um, what were some of your favorite moments from Transporter 2? Obviously, the action scene. You know, it's kind of one of those... What action scene? It is an action scene. Uh, I mean, in general, <laughs> you said what was my favorite part? or yeah, your favorite moment. Well, moments. moments all you know, I don't know. The The way the movie is, is just action-packed, I, I, and I can just sit down and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think... That's what I like. There's no like individual moment though you really like. I mean the car scene, the car scenes with the, with the kid, I really like that because you see the connection. The opening scene. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was Amazing. fun. Producer, what was your favorite moment? My favorite scene would have to be the the fire hose fight. Okay. That was. That was kind of like a daredevil fight scene. Yeah. It was so claustrophobic. But like, cause there was the the fight in the garage, be before that one. And there was like a lot of music going on. It was like really pumped up or whatever. But then when they go to the fire hose scene, um, for some reason they cut off the music. But it's it seemed more fun for, for mm-hmm. me. But, well, the music kind of gets overbearing in this movie where it's yeah. always playing intense mm-hmm. music. Where it's like I can't be on my edge of my seat for the full hour and a half. Like you yeah. got to give me a little bit of a break. Every time he's on the phone or he's in the car, it's like all right, we get it. Um. For me, I think I had to put my like drunk goggles on to watch mm-hmm. this movie. Yes. Um, because there's a couple scenes that I'm gonna say are like my favorite moments, but it's kind of for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene where he realizes there's a bomb underneath his car, and he has to go over the jump uh-huh. and f- do a barrel roll with the car <laughs> right. and put, hit the hook just right that you saw in the filming of the intro to the scene. Um, I literally turned away and screamed. <laughs> like, why is this in, in the bracket at all? Like, this scene is so ridiculous. And just the, the, the amount of time it took her to, like, like with the touchscreen device to make the bomb explode. Just everything she had to do just to, like... Yeah, I feel like it'd be way easier just, just to, have, to have, like, like a button. on-off switch. Right. But what do I know? I'm not a villain. Um, 
another scene that really like kind of had me um, like look away, I would say, mm-hmm. is the fact that the lady who played the villain chick, mm-hmm. um, her name was Amber, no, I lied, Kate Nada. Uh, she played Lola in the movie. Um, she should have been a stormtrooper. <laughs> she missed so many Every shots. Shot. <laughs> like, I don't even understand. First of all, she reloaded like once in the whole movie and she shot a million bullets. And I think at, the least only in, at least in Con Air. Exactly. But yeah. at least in Con Air, like, he took a shot to the shoulder. Like, you could see it. Mm-hmm. Jason Statham has, like, the invisibility cloak on or something. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Also, did she have any clothes? Never. Like, does she own any? Just, just the, just <laughs> the, the jacket from the. Yeah. From the doctor thing, that's the but only she thing she stole from someone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that she would have been a good stormtrooper like that? Just the helmet and then right <laughs> lingerie. It's like a video game build of a twelve-year-old. Oh that's my super god, funny. that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think for favorite moments, there's no like gut check moments. There's no moments that like kind of get you. Um, I guess actually when the mom has to run over the the van and save the kid, like, kinda, that was, like they kind of get you on the edge of your seat, like are they about to blow up the mom here? Uh-huh. I was kind of hoping that was like Amazing. happening. I was oh, Amazing. this is gonna be. You a blow good up twist. the mom, I think the movie's better. Really? Yeah. And, and kill the kid? No, but you no, need the, the kid, kid doesn't have to be in there. Just blow right. up the mom. But I guess you don't have the interaction with the kid and the mom because like, they need her to be alive to spread the disease. I guess they get no because the they they had the dad to spread the disease, you know, because he went into that. I know, but he didn't even like his kid. True. Facts. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that the problems dis- coming with it. <laughs> that disease would turn into like Planet of the Apes. That'd be cool. <laughs> Imagine or twenty eight days big, later, that big twist. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually Planet of the Apes prequel. <laughs> prequel. <laughs> Fuck yourself. And the kids, Frank. Oh, Frank. Frank what? Because Frank is the name of the the chimp- uh, the monkey, I think. And then no, it's he turns into a monkey. Oh, uh, never- like, who the fuck is Frank? Everybody, I don't know. Well, uh, Frank is on from Transporter. What, what's but... some of the best quotes in the movie? <laughs> Can I say my? Yeah. It's when the J- Jason uh, Statham <laughs> sneaks into the house after he, the kid has been rescued. Yeah. And he walks in, sees the mom, and the mom is like, "He's like Frank. Jack is fine. It was just a kidnapping." And without like, without even stopping, he's like, "Your son is infected with disease." <laughs> Yeah, I guess the... the oh I mean, <laughs> you gotta get to the point. He's about I know, to die. But just the way he delivered it was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> because he's a robot. He's not even a real person. He just goes around saying, like, really mean things to people and punching people in the chest. Which is another issue I had in the opening scene. The chick comes up to the car and they all like, kind of jump him. He legit killed a guy with, like, a chest kick. <laughs> like, the dude never got on the like, What a bitch. The dude weighs, like, 300 pounds and gets a kick to the chest. He's like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> So stupid. All right. Um, best quotes. I just said mine. All right. What's yours? I like when um when that French guy opens the door and he's like, "I'm just the cook." And <laughs> I don't know why I think. I, it's I had a running joke. I was like, "Does this guy have a job? Like, what is he doing here?" They say he's on vacation. Yeah. But... He on on the third movie they they he's he's an, he's another cop. But okay. He's, but he's um but he's over here to just be in vacation. To I hang guess. out. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember if um, <laughs> I don't remember they showed him in the first movie, so maybe the, he was just a a joke character in the second, and then just brought him back from the third one because he has a, a more serious role. Yeah, on the third one. Cool. I I don't have a favorite quote from the movie. I couldn't think of anything. 
So moving on to how, how do you like the cast? Uh, who's your favorite character? How is the chemistry? I think besides the villains, the cast is okay. So you think the villains are the best cast members? No, no, no. no. I think they're the worst. Oh, okay. Because was... um, the dad, he, he's... he's Matthew Modine, yeah, he yeah. kind of just plays the douchey dad. The mom's okay. The kid, I like the kid in the... But like I say about mom roles in movies, like right. how hard is it to cry about your kid going missing? Like that's a very easy emotion to pull. But proceed. Um, the I actually do like the kid. And then obviously Jason Statham, you know. He's mm-hmm. fucking, I've, I've always been a fan of Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe these, these movies are why. Probably. But, um, yeah. That was the Expendables. But, really gets a role I don't know, this time around I did feel like... Like the villains were kind of that mwahaha kind they of villains. They were so campy. Yeah, that like yeah. I didn't I didn't really enjoy that this time around. Especially Lola, man. I fucking hate her this time around. I was like, what the fuck is this well, bitch doing? You're not doing? a thirteen year old boy anymore. That's why. Yes, and I was like, <laughs> I, I I don't like her. No, she's the worst. Yeah, by far. Um, oh, before the the cook guy was in the first movie. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. Fuck. Uh, for the cast overall, I thought he had really good chemistry with the kid in that opening scene. Um, just playing that riddle, that was super mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I, the mom character, I didn't like at all. Uh, it, to me, she was she was definitely written by a man. Mm-hmm. You could just tell, like, there was no way, like, she wasn't explain, explaining her emotions at all she to was, me. She was a bitch. She was trying to cheat on her man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I mean. It was written by a dude. Like, of course, the hot mom comes over to just hang out for the night. And uh, she's already fucked up. Like, right. <laughs> like, what 13-year-old boy is like, and then she comes into the room. Like, I just, it's so yeah, frustrating no, the I way agree. The, the women were written in this movie. If this movie came out today, there'd be, like, Twitter pages for days about how terrible it is about women. Yeah, Jason Statham will probably not have a job for a while. Yeah, that'd be right. Well, no, he still does know. this, though. This is his role. He does yeah. the same thing in, in The Italian Job. Which is a really good movie, too. I, uh, yeah. He's really good in that movie, and he doesn't really do that much. But just his presence in movies is always known. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, chemistry-wise, I think I'm good. Producer, anything about the cast you want to bring up? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. That's how bad they were. Biggest flaws? Uh, I said mine were flaws, but like I said, drunk goggles on, the, the fight scenes and the action scenes, you just... Realize you're watching a movie, it's like Mission mm-hmm. Impossible. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. The second you... And that's a, kind of the way I think about it, too. If somebody asks me, like, what's a good action movie? I'd be like, I mean, Transporter has action if that's all you want to mm-hmm. see. What about you? What's your uh, flaws? Uh, my flaw was I think I think I already mentioned it, and it's, it's big time Lola. Yeah. Uh, but Cast, yeah. Um, it's such a big flaw, like, I don't even feel like bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like a gimme. Um, I did like the way she got killed. Um, you did? Yeah. Just fucking With one a giant kick. kick. Yeah, because it's like, bitch, sit down. That's, that's like the Damn. whole point, you know? Why did the, why did the podcast get canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Hating on, on uh, actresses? Yeah. Yeah, the mom was whack and... <laughs> no, but I, blame that, I, but I don't blame, I blame it on the writers. I, right. And that's the thing. The guy who wrote it was Luke Besson, and he's the same guy who did that movie Lucy, I believe. Producer, check that. <laughs> I don't want to get caught in another lie. But he's, he does, like, these action movies that are just for dudes. Mm-hmm. Lucy was cool. Soundtrack, we kind of already touched on. Yeah. Producer, did you have any flaws before we went to soundtracks? Just the plot was a little weird. So this is, like, remember last week when we watched Con Air and he was excited? Mm-hmm. This is, like, not that. <laughs> if, there was a, if there was a yin-yang, we'd be on the other side. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Um, best acting performance. <laughs> you don't have to audibly laugh. <laughs> I have a best performance. 
we can give it to a writer, we can give it to a director, we can give it to the soundtrack, um, we can give it to the action guy who made the explosions, or the fighting guy. What do you think deserves the most recognition in this? Probably the kid. Jesus he, Christ. He, <laughs> he was in like two scenes, dude. He worked his ass off for those scenes, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I would say the action scenes were good enough. Albeit that they weren't believable, they look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll the plane crash at the end, you could remove that from the movie and I'd be better off for it because that CGI was so aged. Yes. And this is kind of where I have the problem. Their gravity inside the plane didn't match what was happening outside. <laughs> oh. Not that I am a physicist and I know how it works, but I know that when, it's, when they're spinning around in a circle, that's not what the plane was doing. <laughs> What's up, producer? Um, I was going to say, I don't know if you noticed... But the when they were in the plane and it was spinning, it was doing the barrel roll. It was doing the barrel roll. Yeah. So Inception took the idea. Yeah. From Transporter too. Yeah, I saw that too. I that's thought about fucking, Inception while I was watching that scene. Out of all movies. But that's why I started getting questioning about it because the plane was doing it. Never yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any Goldblum nominees you have for this movie? Anybody who deserves some real recognition? No. Okay. Not even the kid. You sure? Eh. Not, not for <laughs> not for Goldblum. Yeah. All right. Uh, producer, any golden nominations for writing that you want to give out? For for plot and screenplay? Jose, did you finish the movie? Yeah, because he said yeah, he watched the scene that reminded me. Oh, that's yeah, right. I, I, I no, I just like I just I think you hate this movie so no, much. I didn't hate it. Like it was fun watching it, but I was I didn't like leave being like yeah. This movie, yeah. <laughs> this is the anti conner <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um I had a a thought about if I could give a, like a best thing away, it would have to be for the guy who did the action. Just because, like I said, it doesn't have to be believable, but it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you were going to give the movie a grade, what would it be? 7.8. 7.8. For the first viewing or for today? Or for today, for sure. Okay, what was your first viewing? Probably up in like the nines. Probably. Oh boy. What do you got? 9.2. My first viewing was today, or yesterday. Um, so I'll say... A four? <laughs> I was between two and a three yesterday. <laughs> I was up to a three and a half this morning, so I'll give it a three and a half. Huh. Um, like I said, I realized during our choices that we are very different in movie tastes. Yes. But I think you kind of realize that too when you watch this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, for sure. Some movies from my childhood, like Small Soldiers, I won't watch again because I know it won't be good. Is that the toy one? Mm-hmm. I agree. The movie's super yeah. legit, but I don't want to watch it again because it's <laughs> gonna be so gonna bad. Ruin it. Yeah, it's gonna ruin every moment you had. Yeah, I, I rewatched Grinch with Jim Carrey, and it was—it's not, not the same. same. What are you talking about? I like it better now. Really? Like my, my kids love that movie. Yeah, you, I don't know. So I have to watch it. You know I what I mean? So I got used to it. I guess I yeah. got more adept with the idea. Of I want to say I've seen it once, and I don't remember much about it. Yeah. I hated it the first time. Well, I, watched. I was gonna say I think you might be like enjoying it through your kids, not necessarily you yourself. Well, no, but I think I just hated Jim Carrey at that oh, age as a kid. Okay. I don't care about my kids' happiness. Oh, cool. Wow. Anyways, so well, Loki, there's a movie on Netflix called Leap. It's about a little girl dancer. My daughter wants to do it, and she cries every time she watches it. That time I care because I was oh, so sad. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So. <laughs> So I confirmed, yes, he did uh, Lucy. He directed it? Yeah, he directed, directed it, it. probably. Directed and wrote Lucy. What else did he do? Because he's awful. He did. Get ready for it. Oh, boy. He did Taken. I Dude, did, uh, this movie reminded me of Taken in a couple scenes. That makes sense. Yeah. That adds up. So he did. The yeah. chase scenes. Where, like, he hides from right. as soon as they turn around. How do we have this movie in the bracket and not and the not Taken? Identity? Oh. 
I like Taken too. <laughs> you like Taken better than Born? The oh. first Born is so good. No, I don't like him better than Born. Damn. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. In the red corner, we had Casino Royale, uh, Daniel Craig's first Bond movie. Um, Eva Green starred as Vesper. Mads Mikkelsen as Lashif. Judy Dench played M again. Uh, Jeffrey Wright played Felix. He was the uh, CIA agent at the poker table. Um, when did you first see Casino Royale? I was probably either 16 or 17. Probably Redbox did it or something. Nothing special. Okay. Uh, producer, when did you first see Casino Royale? Don't say yesterday. I won't say yesterday. <laughs> Dude, he's watching so many new movies. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I've never seen it because I tried watching it, but they don't have it for rent. I have it. Oh, fuck. Anyways, I my... have it too. You still haven't seen it? <laughs> no. I was oh, so... What I was fuck? so... I was so mad because I... You could have told us. I thought... I don't know. We could have watched it here. Anyways, <laughs> my vote is for Transporter 2 because I'm mad. Because I, I looked on Amazon. I looked... For Transporter Dude, I can fuck face. this so bad. I'll punch you right in the face. I looked... I love you, I looked, at, I looked at Amazon because that's usually... If I can't find a movie on a stream, I looked at a stream and none <laughs> of the streams were working for me. So then I went on Amazon to rent it and then they were like, no, we're not going to rent it, but you can buy it for $14. And I was like, like fuck, fuck no. This. So then I was like, all right, let me go to Google Play. They were like, we're not renting it. Let me it. walk one mile down the road and get it from Rich. Dude, you could have texted me. I, we have, like, I didn't even know why I didn't think about that. Point is, I was mad. I couldn't find it in every single place. Even even iTunes wasn't renting it. it they were selling it. If, and so if I was, this match goes to Transporter 2, I am quitting the podcast. <laughs> I'm not joking with you. The fact that you like Transporter 2 better than Interstellar is a problem to me. Uh, so there you go. The fact that I love you. The fact like, that thank you very much. It's in the same 64 movies. It's a, it's you know how I say hashtag contender when there's a great movie. Okay. This is a hashtag contender for the worst movie in the bracket. <laughs> I agree. But I love this movie. Okay, like I I understand it's a, love. It's a, yeah, I yeah. understand that. I completely understand. It's not going round two. I'm saying um, that now. So and we proceed. Well, there you go. You got. You have my vote. I love you. So enjoy. Thank you. The rest of the show. Um, so, what was some of your favorite cast members in the movie? In Casino Royale, we're in, done talking about that shit movie. Oh man, three three come right to mind, and it's it's obviously James Bond. Yeah, um, Daniel Craig is a super good Bond. And then I can't remember the girl's name right now. Vesper. But, yes, and then uh, Le Chief. Fuck man. Le Chief was super good. Um, I think. And then I'm probably just gonna go in um, way ahead, but I want to give him the Gold Bloom Award because Lashif. Yes, because okay. he is such a good, uh, good villain, and that's what what I meant with uh, when I said the 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 other two villains from. Oh right, if you compare villain to villain. Yeah, they're yeah. they're so bad, and this guy is it's, it's centered, but at the same time has like demons on him because he still yeah. has to get that. He, money. he has a mystery too, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So I like when a villain like you don't understand. Them. Right, because that's that's kind of like like more realistic when somebody's bad because they have to more than mm-hmm. they want to, you know. Because yeah. most. I mean, you still enjoy being bad though. Yeah, but you know. Okay. If you give them a motive, a better than just I'm trying to kill this kid. Yeah. You know, kind of makes sense. So producer. Uh, quick synopsis, uh, Casino Royale is basically James Bond's, uh, he got promoted to a double O, so now he, he has a license to kill, essentially, and he gets sent on a mission to play a poker game for, I want to say, like, $10 billion, mm-hmm. and if he loses, the money directly funds terrorism. Oh, wow. Okay? 
So, in the movie, he wins the poker tournament after, you know, the struggle of being James Bond. He wins the money, and the bad guy kidnaps him and his girl, and starts, you know, torturing him to get the money out of him. And... And to not be missed, the way he tortured them, and they're very specific in how, how they do it, is they sit him in a, in, a, in a chair, and then they start whipping his balls. I heard about this scene. Yeah. So they start torturing him. James Bond never gives him the money, and the guys who were trying to get the money out of the chief come and kill the chief right there. Okay? So at that point, there's still 30 minutes left in the movie, and you don't understand why the movie's still going. Yes. You know what I mean? I so... I should you really watch this. James Bond basically... I'll let you borrow it. James Bond basically quits being a double O because he's like, dude, this job sucks. I, I got my girl now. I got all, like, I got the money. I saved the day. Like, I'm going to just go relax on a beach. And they're, him and his girl are just touring the world. And then uh, she goes missing one day. And she was actually the one who stole the money and is about to give it to the, the head dudes in charge. Mm. And James Bond has to kill a bunch of dudes. And she dies in, like, a uh, maybe not a sacrifice, but kind of like a guilty death kind of way where she almost kills herself. And she basically killed herself. And no, James, she did, for sure. Yeah. And okay. James Bond, you know, saves the day again, gets the money back to where it needs to be. But the whole story is, it's made out to be just a simple James Bond storyline where he has to save the day and gets a girl. Yeah. But this storyline, he falls in love with the girl, and the girl betrays Betray him, basically. Him. And he still has to save the day. Yeah. So it's, it had a little bit more heart than any yeah. of the other Bond movies did. I was say, it's pretty funny. I've seen every single Daniel Craig movie. James- Bond movie, but I except the first one. Except the first one. This is by far it's the, the best, best one, one really? by for far. sure. It's it's when I first saw it, I gave it a uh, five out of five. Okay. When I was doing those numbers, but so I really liked Quantum of Solace. But that's actually the one I haven't seen. Really? Yeah, I've no, seen I them really, all except yeah. that one. Because I, I think that one takes place immediately as yep. as the first movie. Ends. At the end of okay. Quantum of Solace, you kind of get the resolution to Casino Royale because he confronts the boyfriend that uh, was Vesper's boyfriend. Oh wow! Yeah, because Vesper oh, didn't do it. I should really sick that one. Vesper's boyfriend was the reason that she stole the money, mm-hmm. was because they were holding her boyfriend hostage. Oh, so he goes and get him. He goes and finds him because he has a whole fake name, and he actually set her up. Oh. Yeah, so it's like she but. was covering for a dude who was also a scumbag. Mm-hmm. So she kind of got a shit deal out of it. Um. But as for the for the movie, I thought um, Bond was great. I thought Vesper Lind was great. She was played by Eva Green. And like you said, the sheep was fantastic. Mm-hmm. The sheep was one of my favorite villains in any movie. Yeah. Um, and I've always had a crush and, on Ava Green ever since this movie, so she's and the best. I, I, don't, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I don't think he gets enough credit as a villain. No, oh, he's great in everything. Um, I watched a couple episodes of him as Hannibal. That were super fun. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I like the Hannibal storyline. What I meant, though, is like, as a villain, villain. You know how you in always have... No, just in, in villain. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he has... You know, and he's... Pretty good for... Yeah. I think it might be more like just the typecast now because he's played it so many times. Mm-hmm. Like you just expect him to be the villain. Kind of like what happened to Ben Mendelsohn recently. He played the villain in Rogue One. Right. Um, he just got cast as the villain like five times in two years. So mm-hmm. that's all we see him as. Um, going to best quotes. Do you have anything, producer? Well, I didn't see it. Bond. James Bond. You missed that one. Fine. That was going to be my favorite one. <laughs> No, 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 I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. Uh, My favorite scene is when he just got poisoned, and then he gets the defibrillator, goes back in to play poker, and he's like, I'm sorry guys, that last hand nearly killed me. So cheesy. You would love that line. It's the best. (laughs) Sigh, Anara. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, one of my favorite quotes is kind of more of like the rom com part of the movie. He's a... Uh, he named the password for the safe after Vesper, mm-hmm. and she gets all emotional about it. And she goes, up, all you had left was your smile and your little finger. I'd still love you. And he's like, that's because you know what I can do with my little finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just totally balls on her. <laughs> I also like, didn't like that joke. <laughs> I also like the way um, he ordered his drink. Uh, <laughs> Does it look like I give a fuck? <laughs> no, no, not. Well, like, when he gave them basically, like, the whole... Recipe or yeah. to to how to make this drink. I mean, you, I guess it's one of the things. How's it? Um, the producer, where Fuck, we um, you had to see it, but he was losing <laughs> a hand, and they came asking if he wanted something to drink, and he just made this fancy ass drink yeah. out of nowhere while he's playing, and everybody's like, everybody else shook. Took, everybody else grabbed this. Yeah, drink and they're like, can I have that too? Yeah. And yeah, they're like, this guy wants it. It must be good. Yeah, I mean, when you look like Bond, what can I do? Um, soundtrack, the opening sound, sound song, oh my god, words, <laughs> the, opening sound. the words that come out of my mouth, the opening song from Chris Cornell is fantastic. Um, Bond does a really good thing in all of its movies where it kind of makes a single to go with the movie, and this is by far my favorite one. Chris Cornell's the guy from Audio Slave, he's, he died a few years ago, but, um, I love that opening. Because I was going to say, I really enjoyed, um... I think, I felt, felt uh, like it should have won the Oscar for that, I don't uh, remember. Adele? Adele was for, for Skyfall, Skyfall yeah. yeah. But similar, you're right. It's all the, you know, the singles that come out with the movies. Yeah. What do you feel about the soundtrack, Francisco? I think um, it really engaged you with the with the action scenes a lot. And, it, and they do the really good Bond. Um, Bond just has a great theme. It's such a good theme. Like, it gets you in the mood every single time. Um Something that I wanted to mention is not sound at all. It's more of a visual thing. Is how they how they show um, how he got his two kills to become a double oh seven. Right. I really I really enjoyed that because they don't they don't really give you a, a whole like oh this is why James Bond is James Bond right. but you know they they still show you in two very small clips but Damn, it very entertaining. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Biggest flaws from the movie? I think it has to be like you, you mentioned the. It's a little too long, and it feels more than twice that the movie's about to be, be done, and it doesn't. That makes sense. Um, something else, for me, it's a flaw, and it, you never really find out if Mathis is, is part of it. You do. You do? Because, like, for me, it's... I, I never really understood. Because I know they take them, but they say because they, they think uh, he was. You don't... It's not revealed in this movie, so it's kind of a cop-out that I know. Uh, but um, Mathis was working with Vesper. And so Quantum. they both kind of knew everything. No, no, no. He he gets killed in Quantum, I believe. Uh, Mathis does. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so he does come back. Yeah, he comes back oh. and basically explains to James as he's dying, like, me and Vesper were working together. Oh, okay, okay. Fuck. I, I'm miswording right, it. Right, right, right. But he, no, he I, I get what's it. Up. Producer, any flaws in the movie other than you couldn't see it? I couldn't find it. Yeah, why the fuck isn't it not available to rent? Brilliant point. Just fantastic point. And that's why Transporter because 2 should win. I bet you if you go ask, um, you know, anywhere at work, uh, uh, probably a bunch of people have this movie. Because really? it's, it's, yeah, dude. It I was a great movie. It's for the, the time. best 007, oh, oh, at least with that flaw, though, One big flaw is in that last hand when everybody goes all in at the same time, everybody had made hands. But they kept trying to play it like it was a serious poker scene. So, like, everybody's holding, like, four of a kind or a straight flush. So, they, they have the best hands of all time. Mm-hmm. And you still see them staring at each other, like, 
no, I think I got it. Right. It's like, no, bitch, if you have that hand, you call it every single time. He already put you all in. There's no fuss now. Like, the idea, like, I have to stare at him before I show him my cards anyway. Like, it blew my mind. Because in Rounders, it's a perfect movie for, like, poker fans. Because mm-hmm. the winning hand is, like, a straight, I believe. Like, it's not a monster hand. So right. when they're they're staring off to each other, like, that's real suspense. They're, they don't know if their hand's the best. If you're holding four of a kind, you're calling everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucking stupid that the, that this movie made it, you know, intense right, in that scene. super intense. I, I wouldn't have noticed it if I didn't watch Rounders before. You know what I mean? Right. But, oh, it's so frustrating. When the first time you see it, you're probably like, oh, cool, ever, you know, bummed. I was like, no shit, fucking flush. <laughs> I didn't even know cards went that high. <laughs> <laughs> um, Golden nominees, uh, I think... I don't want to geek out too hard, but you're right. Best supporting character should be Lashif. Lashif. Um, I think Bond should be nominated for best actor. Mm-hmm. How good was that parkour scene, too? Oh, my God. It's the best. Yeah. The first time anybody ever saw parkour, by the way. It's after that, that that The Office does the bit. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so... And, and I actually watched the special features on this, and basically they explain like Bond is like the super strong guy, mm-hmm. so he's not going to take the shortcuts. He's just, or he's not going to take the quick route. He's going to take the strong guy route, the route well, that the other guy couldn't take. Well, they they actually make a big um, point about that because in one he slides through that little window, and and double and um, yeah, he double, just goes through yeah. the wall, you know, which yeah. is like he doesn't care. He's right. This movie kind of been, like inspired me to like get in super good shape and try to run around mm-hmm. doing parkour, but that's really hard to do. And oh. They make it look so easy. And you have three kids and a wife, so I don't think they can, you know. Well, I'm definitely not doing the high-rise stuff, but I can do like the flips on the ground. That stuff's fun. I, I have a couple of videos of you doing Almost back doing flips. a backflip. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> anyway, so, and then for Best Supporting Actress, I think Eva Green deserves one as well. So, I agree. Um, I would also say the soundtrack, not that we have a lot of soundtrack notices, mm-hmm. especially you, but the uh, best original song, I think, should go to Chris Cornell, because that song is super good for the intro for James Bond. Okay. And something that I wanted to mention now that we're mentioning um, um, Eva mm-hmm. is the point that you made last uh, last week about not having a, a, a very strong feminine character. I think this is a... A contradiction yeah. to this because she's so good. Yeah, you know, so, especially in that train scene where where she shows so much confidence. Oh, she's and like, witty and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's nothing better than a chick that can like go tit for tat. Yeah, on, on for comments. sure. Golden nominee. But that's what you say, you know. But then when this becomes real life, it's like, eh. <laughs> why did we get canceled again? This guy's going hard on women today. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's another current event. That football player beat the. Breaks off of a chick in a hotel lobby. It was bad. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> so, for the first time watching Casino Royale, what was your score? Oof. Probably a 10. Okay. And then today? 9.8. Damn. So, it's one of your closest movies to perfect. Yes. And it's... It's so, it's so weird because, I mean, Transporter, I just fucking... It's... It's a favorite movie for so many different reasons, you know? It's mm-hmm. kind of a childhood yeah. thing. Yeah, so it's Small Soldiers. And right, right Independence Day, too. Like, Independence Day, if I watched that now, it'd be rough. Independence Day's fucking dope, dude. It's awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but, I don't know, just Casino Royale is just a different type of movie, mm-hmm. you know? I have my Turn Off Your Brain movies, and yeah. then I have my... Where the villain has has a mystery behind mm-hmm. him and his eyes bleeding, we still don't know why. Yeah. Like, he's awesome. Cool. 
Um, my ratings are very, very similar. The first time I watched it, I saw it. It's one of the only movies I've seen twice in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my only flaw... Oh, you actually saw it in theaters. Twice. Lucky right? you. Yeah. Um, I was super into poker then, and I was super into James Bond, and like I said, Eva Green was like one of my biggest crushes as a kid, mm-hmm. so it had Me all too. the right notes. Yeah. Um, but today, I think just because of the flaw on the poker table, I have to take at least one point away. Um... It is a little bit too long. Yeah, they could, they could I, trim it. But I'm bit. never like watching it thinking when is this going to be over. So, I had a I had a couple not not when is it going to be over, but it's like okay, um, is it done? Because there's a couple times where I could you could have ended the movie and I would have been like okay. But then you don't get the her dying at the end. I gotta live with that. But then it's just a happy mo- movie. Nobody likes a happy ending. Transporter two. You know. <laughs> All right, so my my score will be the same as yours, nine point eight. Nice, um, producer. I know you didn't watch it. No, his his vote is locked in. His vote is locked in. We cannot change it. Bracket rules. I'll quit. <laughs> All right, so we'll go with your vote first. All right, so my so first. Obviously, it's Casino Royale. Moves on. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Right. So, right so now, many reasons. We have one vote for Transporter Two. One for one, one for Casino Royale. Obviously. So now it's all up to Franny. Okay. I really like Casino Royale. I can tell you that much. Okay. That's what's passing on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like I said, it's, you know, it's my favorite movie, but Casino Royale is just a better movie. And I can't, I'm not going to let, you know... Um, the only problem with that is, though, is you admitted that American History X is the better movie. Yeah. But you voted for Connor to move on because you liked it better. Yeah. We have no rules here at the podcast, right? Well, <laughs> we wing Francisco's it trying to make a rule over here that's, that's completely <laughs> contradicting our rule from the last movie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still voting for, for Casino Royale. Though. Okay. It's... If I had to put them in in this side versus, I, I'm I'm voting Casino Royale. Okay. You know what? I just I've completely forgot to bring it up. But during Transporter Two, uh, well, there's an uh, during the Dark Knight episode, um, you mentioned how you didn't like the scene where Batman flies out of the building and then lands on the the taxi car. Fuck. But I let it go here. And then I was like, oh, oh my, wait. how did I forget that one? Yeah, I was right. like, and then I was, as I was watching it, Jason Statham yeah, yeah, flies out of the building. Grabs the two things and lands in the... Lands on the taxi. And then gets up and keeps running. Whereas <laughs> Batman at least took a break. Cause, well, I mean, <laughs> no, not this. No, 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 wait. In Casino Royale, he fucking falls from this, like, construction place to this air... Um, it was like a pile of boxes, though. No, no. Fuck no. It was a metal box. He Okay, so he he falls into the metal box, falls into concrete, shakes it off, and then keeps chasing the guy. <laughs> Moral of the story. Batman. We have no rules. <laughs> right. The same complaints from just the same movies, but we didn't complain about them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Jason Statham diving out of the window headfirst after the two vials... It, like this movie has a real problem with like inflating dudes' minds of what they're, what they're capable, capable of doing. Gas, dude. Like the scene where he has the giant like three hundred fifty pound dude punching him, 
and the skinny dude holding him down, and he somehow gets out of that. I'm like, this is why dudes think they can beat up every guy at a bar. <laughs> like, people need to be humbled and not and not think that this is what life is. Mm-hmm. Jason says I'm killing dudes with a kick. Unbelievable. So Casino Royale moves on. Um, the the how next matchup. How relieved are you? Not that. Even if even if Transporter doesn't or moves on, it's not surviving the next round. Because producer, admittedly, gave it like a two. <laughs> like no matter what I played next round, I wasn't going to win. It's just hurting the you know like we both said Casino Royale's a ten mm-hmm. at one point in our lives, and I don't give tens out. So right, the fact that it would have been out of it would make a difference. But I don't know when I think of Casino Royale now, I don't think of it as a as a contender. And I think there's a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe it's just I've watched it too many times. I don't know. I, I agree. Or maybe it's just because I've seen so much Bond. Something that I wanted to mention, and this is, you know, me just... Um, maybe it's the sequels. I do. saw Casino Royale just before prom, just to get in that. You want to look suave? Mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, for I, that, it gives my vote, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the sequels hurt. hurt. My Every love movie. for Bond. Yes, I agree. Especially Spectre. I don't remember any of them. Like I've I've watched them all, but I don't. Nothing comes up as no. Spectre is the one where he's old and the guy's chasing him. The guy from No Man, uh, No, no Country, Country for Old Men. Men. Yes, yeah, I remember that. I love his acting so By the way, um, I don't know his name. Me neither. I just think he's great actor. Why can't I remember his name? Producer. What? No Country for Old Men. What's Mike that Spider. actor's name? What's the guy who plays the assassin in that movie? Oh. I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, current events this week, Toy Story 4. Uh, I don't remember if I brought it up last week, but Slinky being torn apart and John Wick standing over Slinky mm-hmm. would be a super funny concept to play. Um, I just don't... I'm not excited for the movie at all. Me we talked either. about it on the Toy Story podcast. Javier Bardem. Yeah, right. I, I, I think it's just that... I don't know. It's it's Toy Story is very different because I, I love the first one. Second one's okay, and then the third one, like I love it, but I hate it. I don't, I don't know. All right. So just for this one, I, I, I have so many mixed emotions of prior I movies. Just don't that... know why I care anymore. Because you're old. No, but why would I care about the characters anymore? Like, how many stories are we gonna hear, hear about? Like, I got okay. It's drying mm-hmm. up. What about you, producer? Yeah. What do you feel about Toy Story Four? I feel like they had a good ending with three. Right, that's what I thought too. Like it was just a good. Like I didn't love it, but the ending was called. It was it, decent. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah, it's just a good way to say bye to your toys, right. and it's like mm-hmm. you get them somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. And for to have a number four, it's like what are you gonna it do? Feels, with this? It feels like a it's gross Andy cash grab. I don't know. Probably not. No, he won't be in it. But if they do, probably all the spot, dude. Do they kill any toys in the other movies? They said Bo Peep like died off. Okay. In, in between two and three, she wasn't in three, yeah. and they basically said like she didn't make it. Because I think I think with number four they can explore the idea of like death. Well, that's a great it, idea for kids. Because mm-hmm. it's well, I mean, why don't we watch Old Yeller after this? Old Up Coco. Pixar. Yeah. That is Pixar's the only one. Yep. All right. But, yeah, but I'm just saying like they could. So we're killing toys. And John Wick's doing it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Lion King live action story. What do you feel about that? I'm excited, but not really. Yeah, that's the same way I feel. Like, I feel like they're going to ruin... They have a potential of ruining something. You know what I feel like it is? 
I feel like the first time I watched The Lion King, I was on a 22-inch TV, and now I'm going to watch it on a 55-inch TV, and it's going to be bigger. That's the only difference. Like, the, the graphics are going to be better. If it's the same storyline, why do I care? Mm-hmm. Granted, they won't have the same musical notes. Those scenes will be different. But yeah. the story's going to go by piece by piece Actually, the same exact way. Have you seen uh, The Jungle Book? Yes. Yeah. The the newest one? Yeah. Oh, the newest one? Yeah. Not the Mowgli story, the one on Netflix. Not that one, right? No, not the one on Netflix. The one that John Favreau did. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. So he's doing The Lion King, yeah. this one. So at least with The Jungle Book, he inserted two of the most popular songs. Not like a full right, he didn't musical do number. The, the number, right. But like he did somewhat of a, like, just a little... But he had a live-action person in that too, though. Mowgli's character yeah. was was going through his own journey. Yeah, yeah. Simba's journey is pretty much the same. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, he could... They, they could probably put, like, some of the most... Like, Hakuna Matata is definitely going to be in there. Think so? Having Seth Rogen it's and gonna Billy Eichner yeah. singing that song, it's going to be, obviously... It's going to be really funny. But, um... Yeah. It just, it's just going to be the same. I guess the, the only draw is the cast. And knowing, like, you're going to hear Donald Glover's voice, you're going to hear... Um, Beyonce, not Beyonce. You're, oh. gonna, you're gonna hear uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Darth Vader. Oh, James Earl Jones. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I'm like, um, you're gonna hear James Earl Jones' voice again as uh, Mufasa. Like, it's gonna be cool to hear all those voices. Yeah, they I, they can make them their own, I guess. The cast is really cool. That'll be the only draw for me. Mm-hmm. What about you? I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Like, I'm not excited. Like, I I know I'm probably gonna watch it, but I'm not like. Full on, like, fuck yeah, this is what I want to watch. You know what you do want to watch, though? Spider-Man Into the Multiverse. That, yes. That looks Comes out next really week. dope. I think I'm much more excited for that than... Yeah. Much nice. more. I'm more excited about that than I was about Homecoming. I'm more excited for Deadpool Christmas than I am for Deadpool 2. Than I was for Deadpool 2. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's just, it feels like it's going to be different, and we're not going to hear the same story again. But well, it's PG-13. I don't care. But they're, they're, I kind of care. <laughs> they filmed a bunch <laughs> of new stuff, just specifically for, for the Christmas? Yeah. Probably some more inner jokes with everything yeah. that's happening right well, now. Well, even if you put Deadpool 1 or 2 into a PG-13 rating, you'd only be chopping off like 5 or 10 minutes of actual screen time. And a there's lot not, of conversations that they were having. Just a lot of yeah, but just, just take out an F word and use like a, a slang for F. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's very... Like, it worked, you can't it say, worked you in can't the early 2000s. I don't think it's no, going to work right, but you can't say fuck and you can't you see blood on screen. Those are the two biggest things in an, in an R-rated movie yeah. those are like that's what takes it from PG-13 to R-rated right so you say fuck twice in a movie I believe or three times you can no. only say it once you can only say it once okay so you say the F word twice remove F words easy cake you know what I mean that's just dialogue remove the F and then for blood just have all the killing just slightly off screen like it's just action who cares what about the one where he shoots like three people with one bullet there's no blood they can remove the blood in a con- yeah. They can use it. It's not real bodies. But you can't you can't shoot three people in the head and maybe you're not going to see that me. angle again. But like I said, is that really vital to the story? Yes. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you could even do it like off screen. Like you could have it like ten feet away instead of like right in front of the camera, and it looks a lot less vivid. It's going to be an interesting so. movie to watch. I'm going to watch it. I'm just saying. What's a good PG like good action PG thirteen movie? Is there any? That's a really good story. Um, and it has plenty of action. Totally different, though. The, the thing is that 
Deadpool 2 really left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Right, because it tried to get too serious. No, Christmas I, is going to be dumb. You heard the jokes about Fred Savage? No. Have yeah. you seen the trailer yet? No. Oh my god. The Fred Savage. I, I don't I think, think I've seen hilarious. the whole clip. I think I've seen you've, parts in Twitter. You've seen the, the Princess Bride, right? No. Fucking ass. What? Alright, so the Princess Bride is the story of this like, older grandfather, I want to say, is telling to oh, his... Oh, have I seen the... Prin- yeah. I thought you are saying, like, the part in the trailer with the Princess Bride. Well, there is a part in the trailer with the Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, I've the seen the Princess Bride. Yeah. Okay, so Fred Savage, who's in the Princess Bride as the kid in the bed, he's uh-huh. an adult now, and Deadpool's talking to him in his bed. And that's how the Christmas story starts. Hmm. It, then, it just feels yeah. like it's going to be more, like, honest, like, not trying to be serious comedy. Well, the thing about okay. Fred Savage, too, is that he's, like, the super Christian who's only been making, like, Christian movies. That's funny. As of recently. So he's just making, like, a lot of, like... I think the last movie was, like... Did they probably pay him so much money to come back then? Yeah, no. But it was, like... I think his last movie was, like, about um, how Fred Savage was, like... Fred Savage saves Christmas, and it's him, like... Like, trying to bring back Jesus into... That's hysterical. Into people's family, like... Like... Deadpool for sure have a Jesus bit, then. So... Yeah, I like, thought all that stuff's PG-13. Like, that's not a big Yeah, I, and I... I don't know, maybe if they're focusing, like, a lot on comedy, which they will if it's just PG-13 mm-hmm. and not a lot of action, it's probably going to be funny. I'm trying to think of, like, a Seth Rogen comedy that's PG-13. I don't... I don't know if there is any. Superbad was... No. That's R, for yeah. sure. I don't know. He has... I know, like, the Green Hornet was... Yeah, it was not PG-13. Not received well, but it was PG-13. That's not really a comedy. Yeah. What about the one, uh... Or like, a James Franco years ago, or last year? Um... The one where it's about Christmas. That was weird. Was it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything. That's weird. Maybe PG-13 movies all do suck. Let's see. That's not... Good PG... Uh, didn't, didn't we just talk about the Italian job? That's a good PG-13 movie. It has jokes in it, but it's not hysterical. But there's enough action in that. Mm-hmm. So he's like a normal... Born Ultimatum. Board movies are all PG-13. Those are all good. What's a comedy, though, is PG-13? Was I Love Neighbors You, Man? Neighbors was R. I Love You, Man was PG-13. That was pretty fucking funny. Well, it might have been R, though. Is it Neighbor? Wait, you Neighbors, said... I think, is R. I'm, yeah, like, 90% sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because there was the, the whole... There's really not a lot Dildo of PG-13 scene. comedies. There probably is. We're just... Well, I, I, think, I think Tag is rated R, and that was pretty stupid. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't that complex of an idea. And they made that rated R. Dude, a lot of That's weird. Seth Rogen's movies are rated R. I never noticed that. That makes sense. What? Well, I never thought about it. Like, I always just think of the Seth Rogen movies as just dumb comedies. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Well, take out the F word. I, j- I just know that they're rated R because I'm like, this is funny, but I can't show it to my mom. That's how I know if I defy it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't um, show Deadpool to my mom. Going back to the, the I would live probably action. show Deadpool to my mom. Not Deadpool to Going back to the live action, uh, I don't know if we talk. Do we talk about the Dumbo trailer? There's a Dumbo trailer. Yeah, yeah it's it's whack. a live action. <sighs> it's so whack. Oh I saw like I saw it. Somebody posted it. And it's like I'm already crying, and I click on. It, I was like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. Sounds dumb. It sounds really dumb. Yeah, it's and they're giving they added human characters. Human, yeah, so stupid. Like little kids who are gonna rescue like help. rescue Dumbo. Yeah, which kind of like. It kind of ruins it because I like, yeah some some movie movies for... should just stay as and how about uh, Mary Poppins anybody anybody get excited about that trailer I no. heard mm. well I heard it was really good where do you get your news the garbage store 
What's up next week? I have a membership there, so fuck you. It's called Waste Management, bro. Oh, next movie? What's the next matchup? Here we go. Ready? I name drop, by the way. You didn't even notice. I never do. You guys always name drop. I know. Uh, (laughs) You suck. (laughs) All right. Next matchup. Oh, God. I'm looking at it. It's already bad. Oh, boy. We have Silence of the Lambs. I was just oh. going to watch that last night, too, because I knew we still haven't watched it. Motherfucker, I, I should have watched it last night. Well, it's funny, because I, I was actually talking about, uh, about the movies, about... Words. Never mind. Them out. I'll cut that part out. Oh, Fuck me. Nice. So Silence of the Lambs versus what? <laughs> versus Scarface. Damn it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I only watched Scarface once. I fucking love Scarface, dude. We're in a fight. It's going to be a big one. Oh shit, Sounds of Lambs is probably in the blue corner then. I was writing it down in the red corner because mm-hmm. I was expecting better. Yeah, after this, all the, all the movies are going to be a little bit better. What do you mean? Like a better matchup than. Oh, I, I don't mind. I think I just. I, I kind of find the odd matchups humorous. Mm-hmm. I like them. Alright. There you go. Enjoy. Cool. So make sure you watch Scarface and Sounds of the Lambs for next week. I'm sure the podcast Twitter will post out a poll again, and if anybody posts right. on a, on the poll that Transporter 2 wins, you're going to get unfollowed. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get followed and then unfollowed. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually, uh, We're I, don't, I don't know how to bring it up. We need followers, I think please. I, need, I, I think I need to take a break from, from Twitter. You are? Because you saw last Sunday how upset I was about the uh, the politics of the world and why we can't just be cool with each other. Even, like, no matter what your political views, you should be fucking cool, mm-hmm. and nobody can do it. So, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm over it. So, you're not going to be on Twitter for a while. What? I, think, I think I'm taking a Twitter hiatus. That's the I'll, best. I'll come back on to post podcast stuff, but I'm, I'm going to stay off it for a while. Oh, of, like, commenting? Yeah. And, and, okay. Why? Who cares? Because it, it doesn't it doesn't help. It's kind of like American History X. All this hate that's in your heart for other people, does it ever help you? And it never does. Like, I never finish a Twitter argument and feel better. Even if I win. So I had a really good... Alright, here's a here's a story. I got attacked on Twitter over a stupid sports comment I made. Kill him with kindness. I do. Trust, no. No, okay. I do. I literally do. Um, I had a I had a guy post, if you could have the one of these two running backs, and I know we're going to get deep into sports, so if you guys don't like sports, I, I understand. Take off. So there's this... See, Rich. Yeah, no. exactly. So, <laughs> everybody just walks away. So there's a debate between two running backs for the Patriots in the past 15 years. Mm-hmm. Kevin Falk played for the team for like 10 years. He was one of like everybody's favorite players. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then James White is on the team right now, and he won the Super Bowl MVP two years ago. This The Super Bowl where they came back and barely won in overtime. One of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. The question was asked, if you had to win a big game, which of these two running backs would you pick? So I said... I would pick James White. He already had the best game in a Super Bowl ever. Mm-hmm. He had three touchdowns. He basically came back and won it for the team. And all these old-ass, like, I would say 40-something, literally sports writers were, were tweeting at me, and other fans of the Patriots like, Kevin Falk was a Patriot for life. You're a piece of shit. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? You Aren't asked... you, like, the biggest Patriot fan I know? Exactly. <laughs> They're saying, like, I'm, like, a new fan because I picked uh, James White. Right. But the question wasn't who is better. The question is you need to have a great game. Mm-hmm. And it's and I literally said, like, I quoted the question and I put it back inside the thing. And I was like, the question was, if you needed a big game, it's James White. Mm-hmm. He had three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He should have won the Super Bowl MVP. Right. And you're saying because a guy played for the team for 10 years, he's more valuable 
to the team. And it's like, that's not the question. You're right. If you want a guy who's going to be on the team for 10 years, your favorite guy, yeah, you want it to be Kevin Falk. <laughs> but if you need a good game, it's James White. And I explained that over like two or three tweets. Um, and essentially this dude got so mad at me. He's like, no, you're just young. And, it, like, and I'm like, I... This was a yes or no question, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which guy do you want? And I'm getting fucking hate on my Twitter account, and I feel like I'm in the right, but I still feel like shit afterwards. She's like, why am I getting attacked because I thought it was the right idea? Trust me, the bracket podcast is not going <laughs> to... No, that's what I said. I'll come back on for bracket stuff, but just the Twitter debates and beefs yeah. is just not fun. Even as petty as that one was. Mm-hmm. There's been worse, obviously. Yes, I've seen them. Yeah. Producer? La La Land is underrated. It is underrated. A little bit. Nah, not really. That's an inside joke. It's so underrated. Yeah, I, I posted it again just to see if it would yeah. get attention again. <laughs> I say I don't want the attention, but then I do shit like that. Yeah. You know how it is. So, that's it. Make sure you watch uh, Sounds of the Lambs and Scarface. Casino Royale is moving on to round two. By the way, what episode was this? 24? 23? Episode 23. 23. So we got... Eight more matchups? Nine more matchups? Something. 32 matchups in the first round. So math would say nine. Sure. I keep track. Thank you guys for watching. See you next week. This was Rich. And Francisco. See you.